Hello, welcome to episode number 189 of the Applog Podcast. I podcast. I'm your host, Simon Head. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by BetterHelp.com. Get affordable private online counseling anytime, anywhere. You can talk with a licensed professional therapist online, and you can start your seven-day trial by going to BetterHelp.com slash Applog and start your free seven-day trial with the code word Applog. And uh, yeah, it's an important thing to do. We all need a little bit of help from time to time. BetterHelp is the best way to do it. I'd like to thank everybody for shopping on Amazon. You know who you are. Go to appalog.ca slash Amazon or appalog.ca slash you as Amazon. You can do the old-fashioned way, too, by going to appalog.ca and click on the banners located on the right side. Locate your country, whether you're from Canada, the United States, or the UK. Bookmark all those links, and every time you shop on Amazon, you'll be supporting the show. Cost you no extra money. If you want to help the show out on a monthly basis, you can go to patreon.com slash appalog. Pledge as much or as little as you want on a monthly basis to help with hosting and gas fees, and you can cancel at any time. If you want to buy a uh, buy t-shirt, go to applelog.ca slash shop. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes. Give it five stars, please. Like the show on Facebook by going to facebook.com slash pod. Follow me on Twitter at simonhead666. The band Ceilings is a band from Winnipeg. I caught up with Sean and the other guys in the band. We had a, a bit of a short conversation. It was nice to meet people from Winnipeg. I have a, I have a bit of a deep, no, not deep, but I have a past with Winnipeg. Moved there when I was in my early 20s to join a rock and roll band. And I moved out of there because the winters suck. So I'm going to play you a song right now by Ceilings. The album is called Wake Up and Start Again. It's an EP. And this song is called Give Way.
And that was the band Ceilings. This album called Wake Up and Start Again is out on Little Rocket Records. You can pick it up now. They're on tour and they're playing some shows eventually. And they're a cool bunch of guys. And here they come. Ceilings. Uh, hey guys, got the whole band. <laughs> How's uh, we were just talking about Winnipeg a little bit, but what's what's the scene there like now, musically speaking? Pretty good. Yeah, I'd say like each kind of like music scene is pretty good most of the time. Like there's good metal scene, good punk rock scene, good like punk and, like grindcore jazz, blues. Yeah. All the old dudes are dying, but the, the new <laughs> generation of jazz dudes coming out that are pretty sick. It's pretty diverse. We got a good music scene here. Yeah, yeah. How old are all you guys? Twenty-seven. Twenty-five. Yeah, I'm twenty-five too. So you're just at that age now. You're at that age where you're uh, you're all adults. Like big. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> you want to call it that? Yeah. It's official. After twenty-five, your brain stops growing, so that makes you an adult. Yeah. So- is true yeah so uh so have you guys been in other bands this is sort of a, your first band like how, how did you guys uh, get to get to be a band yeah we're in a bunch of bands like me and josh are in two other bands together uh like a hardcore band and a metal band and then we kind of know each other because we used to play in a hardcore band like way back like five years ago <laughs> and that's like how we that's how we met him yeah 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 Cool. So ceilings is it's obviously is a is it a departure or do you guys have like how they, obviously there's some dinosaur junior in there and there's some jawbreaker and there's bands that that I know from like the nineties that sort of resonate. Did you guys sort of like how how did you go find a sound? Uh, just more just uh, like everything like I don't know, just like enjoy nineties. Um, I'm a nineties kid, you know, yeah. and stuff. So just influence of that and. Other bands obviously helped influence that along the way. But. Yeah, I guess like, well, we kind of started like jamming it when we were in that hardcore band. Like, I was playing bass, so I switched to drums, and Trevor was playing drums, and he switched to guitar, and then we were kind of like trying to do something lighter just for fun. And then we kind of came up with a band name, but then we didn't actually make it a band till like way later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. A year ago, basically. <laughs> yeah. I moved up. I moved all the way up north to Gillum for like four years too, so it was kind of that definitely didn't help at all. But yeah, it was on it was on the back burner for a long time. Yeah, usually live yeah living in a different part of the of the of the province hinders practice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> jams. Yeah, you have to like fly up to Gillum, or you can drive. Yeah, there, drive. Right? Yeah, ice it's, roads. I think it's like a thousand and like fifty two kilometers. Or something. Oh my god, that far north? Yeah, <laughs> where, where all the TV shows are made. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we gotta get across this lake. It's got some ice <laughs> on it. Oh yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know if he's gonna make it. And then commercial, and he comes back, and then he gets across the ice, and that's the end of the show. Yeah. The load gets delivered. What are we doing up there? Uh, bartending at Towns Bar and the Legion. So it's like seventeen-hour days bartending, and then most days of the week is pretty nuts. Until I uh, started drinking a lot up there. <laughs> Tell him about the guy who lived with, like, with one arm. Oh, yeah, Bill. One arm, <laughs> Bill. He's fucking 
he taught me how to like I'm actually a better one arm pool player now than I like am a two player. Yeah, you're just like cooked up there. He was he was awesome. Uh we're a co worker and they put us in like housing together so we lived uh drank like what did he he shot off his arm? Yeah, well no no. Somebody shot him when he was like twelve years old. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he just been living with it. Yeah, it's rough, man. Yeah. Oh, really? It's a hydro town, but yeah, people there are awesome, but everything just revolves around alcohol. So is it far enough north where like the days actually were long in the summer and yeah. short in the winter? Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah. Well, how did how does you so so did you write music up there or was that sort of just yeah, yeah a lot yeah uh, I had my own guitar up there uh, my boss which is family friend he plays uh, he brought me up we would jam together often set up like there's a bunch of dudes that have like full PA systems and stuff out there full drum kits so I'd jam with them we do like little things at the legion and the bar set up little things because i work both places so i have the and i guess the setup shows so jams and stuff so that's cool i guess living that far north you have to kind of make your own fun and sometimes it's booze and most times it's booze right yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow it's kind of like winnipeg <laughs> yeah yeah, for sure. yeah. Well, I spent some time in Winnipeg in the early '90s, so I I I'm, I uh, joined a band out there called uh, Red Fisher, and we were I were a band for a couple of years. I was in the band for a couple of years, but that band stuck around from like 1987 till around 2000, I think. And oh. they were very close to the Propaganda guys, and actually, uh, we all kind of lived in the same ha- like region for a while. Um, what's it called? Uh, what's the area now? The Cordon District. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and there was like the uh, there was the the coffee place there. There was a pizza place there, yeah. and uh, it was a cool community. And uh, one thing after moving from Toronto to to Winnipeg, that I did notice that there was a really good sense of community. And the community that I was missing in my area of, of the Toronto area, and um, is it? I think most of it's the weather. I think because it gets so cold that people sort of like bundle up and they hang out together and. And can you like, is it still that sense of community with bands? So like, you can have a metal band hang out with a punk rock band, and yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. like uh, Propaganda was actually like in our jam space for a bit too. Yeah, we never saw them, but like they, they were just in there yeah. in the same room, just because like bands you were with knew them or whatever. I don't know how it worked out. And just setting up shows with each other and and the uh, and just hanging out. I mean, like I don't know what in today's era, like I guess twenty something years later, if that still has that feeling. Like last time I was there was in August last year, or maybe the year before, and um, I went to go find the house I lived on in McMillan, and I I walked halfway up the road and I got to where it was, and it was torn down. <laughs> it was gone. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, my buddy, my buddy Mike Nasty lived in that house for seven hundred one McMillan. Uh, I think it was, yeah. Or yeah. no, no, it wasn't McMillan. Sorry, there was seven hundred three McMillan, which had the guys from uh, oh, a band. Now I was got so long ago now. Um, but yes, and then our neighbors, and then we had this guy who was a sound guy who worked for like Lita Ford and stuff. Like he he was our other neighbor. We never saw him, but okay. uh, it was this weird little area, you know, like. The Long and McQuaid's was close to there. I don't know if it's still there. Yeah. Well, they moved. Ah, uh, yeah, they moved. They moved into this like huge store now. Right. I think the, the, the like the biggest guitar wall in Canada yeah. now or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, we're we're like one block away from McMillan right now, but the other side of Ellis Farm. So. Okay. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 But back to what you were saying about the uh, uh, bands like metal and punk. Yeah. There's especially more lately in the last couple of years. There's a lot of like punk versus hip hop or uh, rap versus hardcore shows that they do. Um, it's um, popular that you got the other band. Yeah, there's like so yeah, yeah there's like this like this like show like recurring show that always has like a hip hop band and like a punk band or something and kind of like and then they have dancers and parts going on. <laughs> Did you guys ever get the like do you ever have that sense of getting out of town? Because that's sometimes people yeah. stay in Winnipeg and then they, they leave and then they come back. Like what's your thoughts on all that? Yeah, I actually moved to Vancouver for two years and uh, strictly decided to move back. A lot of reasons was homesick. Uh, I missed Winnipeg for sure. Um, yeah, that goes both ways. Moving away from Vancouver might not have been the best life decision, but, you know, like, Winnipeg's great. A small community uh, based, a lot of, you know, independent businesses supporting each other and see the homies on the street type deal. Yeah, no, I I agree. I agree. There's because it's right in the middle of Canada. There seems to be, um, yeah, independent businesses like uh, I don't know, man. But like, I still there's still that area where all like the Starbucks, and then you have like the the mall, and like um. So we had a bit of a technical breakdown. So uh, the track <laughs> we had this we're we're starting again, but using the the phone, the Android phone, saves the day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he can't. You can't see us, I guess. No, it looks like on? you're trying to hide the fact that you might be naked in the room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, he has the video going the wrong way. I don't know. It's okay. You can be naked. You guys can be naked in the room. It doesn't. I, I, <laughs> I like those those paranoid people that put like the thing over their eyes, just over their uh, over their webcams, just because just in case the Russians yeah. see them. For yeah. sure. I think the Russians want to see me. Uh, I'm okay with that. I mean, like, I'm flattered. I'm flattered. I don't. What was that? What was that movie called with that guy? Snow? Snowden? Snowden? Yeah. Yeah. Snowden. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's, where he's like, the NSA is doing that. They like can look at your cameras. Well, they say that they should be able to um, look in. They should. They say that that Google um, Earth or the Google Maps are mapping the insides of people's houses and people don't know it. But then again, that sounds very conspiracy-minded. I don't know if I 100% believe that. That's some, like, yeah, next-level technology. I don't know if, how to do that. I mean, when I used to play Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, I wished that there was, like, a chip that you could put into that game and just, like, like just, like, fucking, like, calculate your house and you can have your own house in like, Grand Theft Auto games. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, I don't. I feel like batteries? I feel like that's uh, it's plugged in right now. Yeah. Twenty six percent. All right. So making this go. record, uh, you guys just made a three a three song EP. Um, yeah. Did, did so. Case did you record that <laughs> yourself? Like, what was your uh, what was your the the thing? What was uh, your thing? We recorded with our friend Jordan. He's like. He records bands in Winnipeg. Um, he recorded like he recorded some of my other bands, and he did like uh, like I play in a band called Elder Abuse, which is also on Little Rocket Records. Mm -hmm. And so he did like that full length, and um, 
I don't know if that's like he did some pre pro for comeback kid. Did the new waster record. Yeah. I don't know. He does lots of recording around here. So. Oh yeah, comeback kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you guys ever get into sights and sounds? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for a minute. Yeah. That band. They had that new single a couple years ago. It was great. Uh, yeah, I what happened? Were, I, what what happened to them? Like, because I know that Andrew did obviously uh, comeback kid is his is his main band, but yeah, so, I think they have new stuff coming out actually. Yeah, they, they, they did play a, here like. Go ahead. Once yeah, a I, year. I think they just recorded an album or something. I know they were working with a friend of mine. I think they were working with that. Uh, were they working with Gavin Brown on a record? Like the big time producer guy? I can't. Uh, yeah, I think so. I think they're, is he in Toronto? Yeah. Yeah, I think they were just recorded like a full length in Toronto. Yeah, and they were also working with a friend of mine, Eric Ratz, I think that recorded that record. Either Gavin oh, and, and Eric always worked together. So they're uh, a team, a team of teams. So. <clears throat> three songs. Did you guys just were are you just testing the water as a band, or did you only have three songs? Um, a bit of. I think we just kind of didn't want to pay for more than three songs. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was more or less it. Yeah, and like it's it's a Sean K special. He does that with lots of his bands. He just like bands will just release three songs, <laughs> but on yeah, three we had four. Yeah, at the time we had like five or six songs yeah. at the yeah. time we recorded, but we just yeah. Not with the three, just you know, that, quick little banger. That label puts out a lot of stuff, and I was like, I was impressed because they put out. Um, it's obviously they put out the stuff they like because it's so diverse, and and there's no real. I mean, I think this is good. There's no real like sort of like agenda. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. a good guy. He's a good guy to know. <laughs> yeah. So when you uh, so are you going to um, what's the plans? I mean, like when you guys put a band like this together, and obviously you play in different bands or you do different things. Like you don't want to call it like a side a side project or something because that doesn't to me that doesn't give it the credit that um, like a an actual endeavor should get. What yeah. do you what yeah. are you calling this? Just the band, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't say it takes any side. Uh, project like name by any means uh for me personally i just want one of these bands to tour so uh, yeah. hopefully this is the one that tours the most i, I think we kind of started as like more of a like just for fun kind of band yeah but then uh like we kind of picked up some steam and like now they have like little rocket behind us he's kind of really pushed us like he kind of because like elder abuse was on there and then i sent him the recordings and he liked them and he kind of gave us like a like a to-do list like get some get some dates and stuff so he kind of motivated us to like do some touring and stuff like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so did you have you been out of uh obviously you've been out of winnipeg have you been out of canada uh with this band yeah or um so this band like we haven't played out of winnipeg yet we're just like doing our first tour in july yeah. and we're going to, like western canada so yeah we haven't left canada yet yeah, I mean, Western Canada is like leaving. I mean, anyway, when you leave, I mean, obviously, you guys sort of have traveled before, but like leaving your hometown always kind of feels great. I'm sure you can sort of, you know what I'm talking yeah. about, without whatever band you played in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, leaving is great. Yeah, <laughs> coming back doesn't. I like, going, I like going places. Coming back doesn't <laughs> suck either. I mean, like the uh, no, leave, leaving sure. is awesome, <laughs> but then the, the whole like. You know, if you go for a period of time, it's always good to sort of come home and and it's also 
a place a place like Winnipeg, you're in the you're in pretty much you're like 200 kilometers from being in the actual middle of Canada. So saying that you could actually go in either direction and even south if you wanted to. But judging by today's like uh, American social um, their 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 climate, their political climate down there is. Do you have any needs to get down there? Is it? I I would like to tour the states. Like, uh, just because, like, all the cities are so close together and stuff, like, I feel like it would be kind of, like, you could hit, a, you could obviously play a lot of cities in a shorter amount of time. But, um, like, it seems like it's kind of hard to get down there. Like, you have to, like, get visas. Otherwise, you have to, like, sneak your gear across and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, it seems kind of like a hassle, but I, have, I haven't played in the States yet, so I don't know. But it would be cool. I think the independent music scene is just is as strong as it is. But you you nailed it on the on the head there when it comes to getting visas and going through and buying work permits as broke Canadian musicians doesn't seem very fair to me. Um, I know what it is though because Americans are afraid that the Canadians are going to go down and steal all their um, marryable women. That's that's, yeah. that's a known fact. <laughs> Yeah. So therefore, they put high tariffs on independent, sweaty Canadian independent musicians. Are like uh, it's like uh, sugar down there for ladies. It's true. It's true. They just eat it up, eat it up, and get bad teeth, and then come back to Canada, and and then and then suck off the Canadian teat, which should be bad for Canadians, but actually it's pretty good. I mean, if you go to Europe, you don't have to deal with any of that crap. You just sort of go there with your guitar and your instruments, and you go, hi, we want to play in your country. And they're like, come on in. We we, we implore you to come in. Problem is, is it's, yeah. for you guys, 8,000 kilometers away. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so do you guys... Uh, so you gonna are you gonna are you gonna put a full length out? Is there is there what's in what's in? I know you just started this record, but had, did you guys have you been writing? Is there is there any more uh, coming down? Yeah, we we got quite a few more songs. Uh, I think the plan is to put out like another three song type thing, and uh, and then I think probably a full length after that. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, go ahead. Oh. Yeah, we got like nine songs at the moment right now, ready. Basically, almost all of them are ready to go for tour. A couple of songs we're like still kind of in the mix of changing up. Might be ready for the show uh, June 25th at the Daughter. Uh, if not, yeah, they'll be ready to go for tour. Like nine songs, right? So, right. A good solid, like almost 30 minutes set. So, what kind of tour van you got? What kind of what kind of van you rolling in? Uh so. Again, elder abuse. So I'm I'm taking the elder abuse van, which I haven't actually been in it, but I'm I've been told it runs. <laughs> so the drummer is responsible for getting up and running of elder abuse because it's out in Brandon right now. But uh, it has a nickname called Chinny, and I don't really, I don't really know what kind of van it is exactly, but it's called Chinny because it has like sort of like a chin. I think it's like a GMC, like an old GMC. It looks like it's from the '80s or something. Um, I was just sneezing profusely there. I don't know if you saw that video. <laughs> I saw you sneezing, but it was silent. So I, was like, I, was I thought to, it was glitching. I muted second. the mic. I muted the mic like a pro. <laughs> <laughs> Never hold them in, eh? It's bad. 
Okay. So, did you mean repeat anything? No, no, I heard it all because I muted it, so oh, I didn't okay. record anything. You just sold me. What I asked, didn't I? Yeah, I said. Um, oh, okay. I uh, I've done several tours in vans, and and half of them ran really well, and most of them ran like shit. And um, yeah. it's it's a uh, we had one that our friend Dave lent us, uh, and it needed uh, everything. Once we got to Los Angeles, we had to put a new transmission in it, and then we got it all the way over to Florida, and we had to put a fuel pump in it. And then we got it all the way back to Ontario, gave it back to him, and the thing was running beautifully. So uh, nice. <laughs> good for good for Dave. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking Dave's eh? Yeah, <laughs> all the time. <laughs> totally. And then we gave it. We gave it to uh, what was that band out of Winnipeg that uh, I can't remember they were called. But they took it and they took it all over North America and did not have one problem with it. Because we had literally oh. fixed everything that was wrong with it, we might as well put four new tires on it. It was brutal. Um, we had another van. We left Winnipeg, and they got oil changed, and they forgot to put the dipstick thing in. Like it fell out of the uh, where the oil, so all the oil leaked out of it, and then it exploded in Brandon. We had to get towed into Brandon, and then we borrowed this van from this guy who had like it was this beautiful van with like side pipes and stuff, and he lent it to us, and we took it all the way to Vancouver and back, and it was this big mean van that sounded like a rock like a like a like a like a racing car and uh and it was really bad on gas but we didn't have to pay anything for it so the guy felt so bad for us but yeah a lot of bad vans out there man i think it's sort of like a rite of passage i think you need to drive one tour in a shitty van before you understand like how hard it can be to or how easy it is when you have something that has like a runs well yeah yeah so Chinny. Well, we'll see how it goes, I guess. <laughs> and and still be able to like not fucking bite each other's necks afterwards and yeah. continue it <laughs> after all the fucking you know, <laughs> after all all the fucking you know finances go <laughs> after all the finances fucking you know get in the way and stuff like that, be able to fucking get over that stuff and carry it on. Yeah, again is as well. How to me, you- I think. How do you guys get along as a band? Do you guys, you can be honest. Do you, do you guys fight? Do you guys, what's what happens there in, in vans and on um, stage? I think it's great. It's yeah. a great, yeah, I it's think a great combo. I think we're doing okay. <laughs> We've been hanging out like, for a good five, six years. Yeah, we, we hang out quite a bit, actually. We're yeah. pretty close crew. Sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's important that you have that sort of camaraderie because being in a three piece band, or a power trio, as they're called. Um, it's tough to um, it's tough to manage all the jobs because there's driving job, there's merch job, there's your job that you play in your instrument, and then there's the uh, you know dealing with the business and booking um, and b- being ambassadors of who you are, like your band and, and your name and your reputation. Three piece is tough. Like whether it's a four four piece band and you have just a singer, that guy can do all like sort of like the the you know, the the shaking hands and selling merch and you know yeah. doing, doing that stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah. So you guys are uh, you're you're touring out to west out to the out to the mighty city of Vancouver. Are you are you stopping in any? You're obviously stopping in cities along the way. Uh, yeah, but like, Glen Regina, uh, Calgary, Edmonton, and Nelson, BC. Mm-hmm. Skip Saskatoon. Couldn't get a show there. Seems kind of hard. Ah, they're pompous in Saskatoon. <laughs> yeah. Arty people. So, yeah. 
But the uh, so okay, so uh, do you guys ever played in Yorkton, Saskatchewan? No, that's no. that's a great city. I actually have I actually haven't played in Saskatchewan. Like I've been out west a few times, but just skip Saskatchewan every time. Really? <laughs> yeah. Is this with like a metal band or or with with this band or period? Um, no, like hardcore band skip Saskatoon or Saskatchewan. Also, like uh, LWB is like a skate punk band. We played like with uh, the last couple of years. We did just a couple of runs, like Alberta runs, I guess. Mm-hmm. And we played with like SNFU one year and oh, yeah. whatever. But yeah, I just skip Sask- Saskatchewan both times. I don't know. <laughs> I uh, I've I used to work for us in a few in the in the nineties. I was their sound oh, guy. Cool. I was their sound guy for almost eight years. So uh, yeah. there's. Oh, a, I'm sure you got a lot. Of, oh I'm yeah, sure you got a lot of stories. Oh yeah, Chai was my roommate, so I had to I had to room with him because nobody else would room with oh, yeah. him. Yeah, because they had all been in a band with him for that many years. So he is one of the most interesting people I think I've met. <laughs> yeah. Oh like, yeah. Uh, I think their rider like the, we played two shows with them. So I think they had like uh, on the rider was like a flat of beer, but it was only f- like it was Chai Pig's beer. Like he got the whole flat, <laughs> and then he also got like a meal, which was like f- he could only have fish because because uh, he couldn't chew anything else no or something. Yeah, yeah, no teeth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty. He's a funny dude. I uh, yeah, in the nineties, like so for like the end of uh, one most voted likely to succeed, I I started doing their sound, and then uh, for Fulaba, I I recorded all the demos that ended up becoming uh, the part of the ping pong EP if you've ever heard of that EP, and then okay, cool. and I ended up playing keyboards on Bobbit. So the keyboards are it's me playing keyboards on Bobbit. So uh, I have a long standing history with that kooky bunch of nuts wacky cool, bunch. yeah yeah well yeah it's like and dave's awesome dave bacon like the new version of the band fuck, couldn't be any better i mean jamie oliver played drums when i we saw them out this way and he was in uk subs drummer and i don't know who's playing drums now but uh like you know dirt um dirty is playing guitar dirty robinson and who else oh uh who's playing guitar um Oh, there used to be an old sound guy too. He worked for the Doughboys and stuff. Um, but yeah, man, there's so much history to that band, and I'm glad that Dave's back in the band because he wasn't in the band like he was in the band before like they actually sort of made it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I ne- I never knew that. That's awesome. Yeah. So is it him and Chai that like were in SNFU before? Yeah. And like the other guys, the other guys are from a different band or something. Right? Yeah. Yeah. There used to be Mark and Brent that were the original guitar players. And then Mark hung out, like stayed a little bit longer than Brent. Brent and Dave Reese quit at the same time. And actually they, their last show was opening for bad religion at, uh, in Edmonton and, uh, at the, oh. at the conference center. And, um, they, that was like the first time bad religion ever played like the prairies, like, <laughs> And they played the cool. conference center, which is like an old, it's like a, like, um, I don't know, like a place where you do trade shows. And they started off with like a little section of the conference center being the place for the show. And they kept opening up sections because they, they kept selling it out. So they ended up by the end of it, there was over 6,000 people like to see Bad Religion play Edmonton for the first time. It was, it was insane. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Really, yeah, it's it, and that's sort of like a, a testament to whoever the promoter was, and I wish I, f- I forgot his name now, but 
uh, just a yeah. It that's I mean, in, in bringing it all home, like that is that is the prairies, in my opinion. Like there's like there's people out there who like give you a ride. You know what I mean? Like it has sort of like a nice uh, the community is. I don't know. You you can't stop on the side of the road in Toronto and someone stops by and goes, "Hey, what's wrong? You need help?" Yeah, you know. Yeah. And I still feel that's the sort of that mentality in in Winnipeg and in in most of that area. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. For the better part, I'd say so. I'd say yeah. Your first instinct when you see someone broken down is, "Do I help?" Yeah, like lend a hand here. Yeah, that doesn't translate to a lot of other cities in Canada. No, no, not even. Well, I mean, Regina is the worst. So we're sorry, <laughs> sorry, Regina, but they got a good, good strong metal scene there. They always have, because it's so cold. Everybody knows how to play guitar so good, because it's so cold. Yeah. That's, there's a there's a a, a temperature, a, a climate versus a guitar talent is very strong there. Good ratio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it seems like the other scenes kind of come and go in waves there. Well, yeah. From what I've seen, yeah. What? Well, I, you know, like. The internet has kind of like helped some of that out, but it actually doesn't really help out most of it. When it comes to um, developing, like when people can hang out and have a conversation, it's a little slower in smaller areas like that, you know, like in, you know, in, in not Winnipeg anymore, because Winnipeg's got what, 800,000 people in it now? Like, what's the population there? Yeah, that pretty, sounds clo- about right. pretty close yeah. to there, like yeah. 700 and something, yeah, I think. Yeah, because we're, like we're just. Million something in the province. Yeah, in the yeah. province. And there's, uh, yeah. And it's about 800,000 Yeah, I mean, and when you go to Regina, it's probably half the size. And when I first lived in Win- Winnipeg, it was 400,000. So it's like, you know, it's, oh, yeah. it's, but, you know, when you don't have internet and you, you have three channels to watch on TV, things are a little bit different. So, uh, you know, <laughs> it's, it, it definitely, I mean, it helps bands if they know how to deal <clears throat> with like technology, you know, be savvy yeah. with it, you know, or, and not yeah. be, not be assholes with it, because that's the tough part too. Is because you get that guy who always tweets shit, like how awesome he is. I feel like fuck, yeah. that, fuck that guy, you know, like who cares about that guy? And then you have yeah. like the guy who doesn't tweet anything, but he's a fucking genius, and you're like, oh, why, why don't I hear about from you more? You know? Yeah, it's definitely a balance. <laughs> we need For we need some. someone like to police that, like that go around and curate people's tweets and go. You know what? You've tweeted five times. We've heard enough. We're good. We good. Yeah. We got yeah, your message. Like We're okay with what you have to say. Thank you. We'll wait till tomorrow, and you can do five more. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Yeah. Well, cool, man. I have a couple of songs here. I was going to play them up, but I don't want to flatten your battery out too much. And and uh, I, you know, I really like the three songs. I want to hear more. Um, it's I I attribute a band. It's like you guys that are people playing music, you know. You're playing music in, like and together, and that's. Uh, I think that's where we're coming. I think that's where we're going with music. I don't think. I think perfect everything is sort of like the way of the dodo, or people are kind of like, meh. You know, it sounds great and perfect, but where's the art and where's the music? Yeah. Yeah. So like with our with our EP too, yeah, we kind of we kind of want that style. Like we didn't use a metronome. And I think it was mostly like one take for the guitars. <laughs> so it was a little rougher feel a little bit. Yeah, they, you know, and because you guys kind of know how to play, it's not about getting it right. It's making it feel right. And that's that's a huge difference yeah. when it comes to making music in a room, in a studio, especially. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, man. Yeah, well, I'm going to play some songs because I could have played all three. 
but i will i'll put i'll put all three on here and i yeah man, it was nice to meet you guys and if you ever come out to toronto and you need somewhere to stay uh i'm a little outside of the city but uh most definitely you know it'd be fun to to see you guys play and uh see if you guys are still getting along and see if chinny's still on the road yeah that'd be awesome sure. yeah that's thank you man that's yeah i think great. we're gonna try to I think we're gonna try to play like Pooza next year, so I think we're gonna try to like tour up that way. Yeah, yeah start start yeah. applying now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. a great Ontario. festival. Yeah. What's that? I want to play everywhere in Ontario with this band. Like, um, <laughs> everywhere. Well, there, <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of great Sorry, places yeah. to play in in Ontario for sure, mm -hmm. and there's a lot of you know there's a lot of pockets of people who want to put on shows and that's that's also good and you know and that's it does feel like the 90s at that point that you can kind of find a show almost in any town now which is even better than yeah. the 90s yeah, good. Yeah. yeah man well yeah good luck guys and uh mm -hmm. and thanks for talking it was nice to meet you yeah thanks hey, guys. yeah right on thank yeah, you talk to thank you later man And that was Sean and the guys in the band Ceilings. That was fun, right? Nice short, sweet one. Good times. Good, good episode. Yeah, coming up on episode number one hundred ninety next next week. That's pretty cool. Almost two hundred. I must admit, though, the last ten felt felt like longer. Like there was ten weeks. I mean, that's two months. Two months. You know, two and a half months. It felt longer. So um, yeah, let's uh, let's get back on the on the wagon here and get some uh, get some episodes in. That was fun, right? Thanks, thanks, Sean, and thanks, guys, for doing the episode. It was a good time, right? Yeah. So right again, everybody, everybody, remember this show is brought to you by BetterHelp.com, affordable private online counseling anytime, anywhere. Get a seven day trial by going to BetterHelp.com/apolog using the code word apolog at checkout. Yeah, thanks Amazon shoppers. Thanks for patrons. Thanks for buying t-shirts. Applelog.ca slash shop. I'm almost out of shirts. Okay, so what's happening? What's happening with me? I've been so busy at work. Um, I got a bass gig. I've been playing I'm gonna be playing some bass at a festival in the next uh, couple of months. Pretty stoked about that. Happy to say it's gonna be a good time. And uh, so everybody, I I'll see you next week, right? Right? You're coming back, right? Right. Okay. Have a good weekend, everybody. Good week. Good weekend. We'll see you again. Bye.